In the dark and twisted city of Duskfall, where the smog-choked skies loom overhead and the cobblestone streets echo with the whispers of forgotten secrets, a group of daring scoundrels known as the Undertides is emerging. The city is a sprawling nest of criminal enterprises, corrupt nobility, and supernatural forces, and the Undertides navigate this treacherous landscape with finesse. The Undertides are not bound by the laws of the city, but by their own codes and ambitions. The crew is a group of misfits, each with their own unique skills and backgrounds, coming together to thrive in the shadows. Peacock, a disgraced former bluecoat, now cuts deals for profit with the criminals he used to put away. Snipe prepares meticulously for every job and procures the supplies and gear they need to be successful. Shep, with his goat companion D'Artagnan, find the inns into any score and run security from behind the scenes. Usually, looking at you D'Artagnan. And Owl, the surprisingly talented Whisper, able to deal with any spirits they come across as well as expertly piloting her converted smuggling tugboat, the patchwork trawler which has been put into service as the crew's transportation. Right along with the crew on their adventures in Duskfall, this is Blades in the Dark. Uh, last time, y'all made your way out of the Lost City uh, and got yourself a new patron. Or It's the Lost District, not the Lost City. Uh, but got yourself a new patron in Lord Skurlock and uh, enjoyed your uh, rather eventful downtime action now that everyone is so flush with cash. Um, we have a couple of jobs here that everyone's available for, but we didn't really decide before going into the session today which one we want to do the most. Uh, so which one is most exciting for the team here? Which one are you least prepared for? Ooh, I would have to say the one I'm least prepared for is the one that is always up, and that is the staker claim one. That could be literally anything. <laughs> so if you use any of that reverse psychology on us either. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we're going to pull that one, we need to tell you that very early and, like, which tile we want to do. I tell you what I don't want to do is deal with the fucking, like, arms manufacturer guy, because he's just, he's <laughs> never been a, a fantastic What are you talking guest. about? Is that guy was, he's been such an integral part of your team. He's been so helpful. <laughs> I'd be down to break into the blue coats. Or we could go outside the city again. And no, I will, no. I will hit no. you with a shovel. <laughs> we, nothing bad happened. Ignatius Slane has been nothing but good to y'all. We could, ha- we could smuggle some assassins. Things. We could go back to our roots, do some smuggling. That's that's the one that <laughs> I put first on the list. I'm I'm down for whatever. I'm I'm good with. Yeah, we, we could do, smuggle some assassins. Make some new friends. They could, can, well, they're either going to be all jovial or all very broody. Going to work out. <laughs> I think we all pretty much cleared our stress. And oh, I don't, yeah, we did. I don't know that we have any heat. <laughs> like, what is our status? Uh, let's see. I believe y'all hit the heat pretty low. Uh, I don't believe there's much. Like, yeah, y'all are at two heat currently, which is pretty low. Pretty good. Um, I believe Owl may have, like, one or two ticks of stress. And then I, I think I everyone none. else is all basically cleared out. Oh, Peacock has two. Yeah, but Peacock is, like, the least stress-buildy of all of us. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us always get, like, 
stressed somehow. It's the problem of... like, I'm here to support you guys. And you're like, I'm going to die. And he's like, I'm here to help. <laughs> well, that's also my... Yours is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Yours is a sacrifice <laughs> I am willing to make. Well, that is also my problem is that I am too willing to help everyone else. And that's how mm-hmm. I end up with all my stress. Peacock's like, I'm a facilitator, baby. <laughs> you know, that's right. um yeah i mean i'm cool with doing the uh we're talking about the friend in need antonio guevara de pola cipriano oh yep i have to get i have to acquaint my mouth with that name (laughs) antonio guevara de paolo de paola cipriano it yes, but it is me, Antonio Guevara de Paula Cipriano. A.K.A. Paul. <laughs> but all my friends call me Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So the plan is to smuggle some assassins through Crow's Foot into the battle district. Between, I believe this is the Lamplax, yes, and the Crows of Crow's Foot. Now, if memory serves, the Lamplax are pretty upset with you. Well, we didn't give them any gifts the last time we were in Crow's Foot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the lamp blacks aren't at a full negative three, but I mean, negative three means war, right? That means that they basically say, you know what, it's battle time. Um, And luckily, you're not in a position where if you negatively impact your relation with them even further that you're at war. But you're getting pretty close there, and you're getting pretty close with the red sashes as well. But we have a plan. We are going to smuggle some assassins to murder a lamp black lieutenant. That'll help. (laughs) It'll definitely help our diplomacy. That'll help get rid of them before the war begins. They'll like us more if we do it that way. That's if they find out, guys. You know. And after he's dead, that's like, you know, when the war does show up, that's less of them. So and. Mm-hmm. It might help us improve our standing with the red sashes. Mm. I mean, like, I mean, like, ideally, no one knows we have anything to do with this, so it doesn't. But well, you know what? Peacock really likes to kill two birds with one stone, so I think he can fix that. <laughs> I also like to get paid twice for the same job, so just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. He submits Birds his miles to two companies. <laughs> perfect perfect got all that situated so now the question becomes uh first the information gathering stage so is there anything that y'all want to kind of look about in the area or have any understanding of the political situation of crow's foot or you know not all these are something that requires what roles sometimes it's just something that you can know Right. Uh, I want to. She's not technically befriended yet, but I was just gonna speak with uh, Esme. How do you say that? Esme. 
my the bartender mm-hmm. and just start to get a uh, just to see if there's any rumors any anything uh anything to know and then double check if any of my cousins you know are in the area which they are uh i mean it's crow's foot yo yeah the crow's foot are full of ships cousins uh yeah so esme is a uh a bartender tavern owner um so she would be in on a lot of the hot goss there's not a lot of gossip coming out of crow's foot since it's still under kind of like blue cut blue coat blockade mm-hmm. um but so what she has isn't like fresh info a lot of it is kind of like dated mm. um there is the um little nuggets that you kind of already picked up on that there's this hot shot lamp black lieutenant that's really making a pain in the ass for both sides um because he's just kind of like charming and cool and like willing to go big or go home and so far going big hasn't bitten him in the ass yet and so people are like, wow, this guy just can't lose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and so that's something that she kind of picks up on and she lets you know. Um, other than that, it's that the war in the crow's foot's still hitting a pretty big stalemate. Um, lots of people are, are suffering, not just the gang members on either side, but a lot of like the irregular day-to-day folks are getting hurt in the crossfire, sometimes literally in the crossfire. Um, so, so there's not a lot of hot, fresh gossip about Crow's foot. Okay. Um, my friend Adalia, isn't she a Crow's foot? Yeah, she's a red sash. But she, she's also the daughter of an Aruvian consulate woman, so she hasn't really been allowed back to the sword school since she's the daughter of an Aruvian council woman. Um, She's given a little bit more leeway coming to and from crow's foot than your day-to-day citizen has been. And she's probably been doing some light smuggling for the red sashes, getting some drugs into and or out of the city. How dare. Our job. But is she somebody that I could reach out to, to kind of get ear on the ground from? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She she was a uh, What do you what would you call them? Like she's not or one her. of the people who performs. No, no. <laughs> a hostess. There he is. She's a, a hostess. Ho? She's a hostess. <laughs> they perform. She's the one who oversees the performer, makes sure they have everything that they need and everyone in the club has everything that they need. Yeah, it, they just called um, it a page. Middle management, I think, is. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder, is there an opportunity for, uh, say, I was to invest a coin in getting some chems from Riven and seeing if we could drop a baggie off to them on our way if we knew we were heading in there? Because it seems like what we're doing is going in there to kick over the lamp blacks because they're dicks anyways. So to drop a little extra, hand some some drugs off to a friend and see if you might be able to double dip with some extra money. Right. Yeah. 
you'll have to do it surreptitiously such that the assassins don't necessarily pick up on everything because they'll be in the boat with you. Uh, like if we did it after we dropped them on the way back. That's true. That's an option as well. Yeah. So you, you just kind of want to reach out to, to Adalia, let her know that you guys have it in. Y'all are going into Crowsfoot, and if she needs something, some merchandise moved into Crowsfoot, that you're available. Exactly. It's just like when you're an independent trucker, you're, you're like, hey, I don't want to drive back empty. Maybe uh, we get paid both ways. There we go. Yeah, I'd say she's definitely got some some contacts that are willing to fill you up. Uh, with with some Arufian supply, I say you wouldn't even need to like use the coin to get Kim Riven's stuff, like because Riven has his pharmacy that's working out of the out of Crowsfoot as well. Uh, they're probably they probably have him pretty tapped. <laughs> he's probably he's probably selling a lot to them at this at this moment. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say that they'd be willing to basically have one of their suppliers furnish you guys with some drogas yeah i mean even if it's not to <clears throat> necessarily to make coin but if it's you know if this is a, a direction for us to potentially get an ally for going after larger shit then you know i think it's always a good idea to have a, a couple of allies in your pocket since we have a tendency to make enemies here and there as well all right Crazy. Perfecto, perfecto. All right. Any other information that y'all want to pull together, get get any get a hand on or anything like that? I don't I feel like we're gonna talk to Lissa about the job, so we probably can't go to her about pre job stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, can any of you guys do some survey about seeing whether or not all of the current docks are in operation or if there's wreckage in the canals that we're going to run into is a problem. I assume we're doing any smuggling with a uh, little Mr. Tugboat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good old Tuggy. But if there's been active conflict, there's no telling what's been left in the canals as far as wreckage. I'd hate to get in there and find out afterwards. It's like, ah, crap, we're going to have to move this by foot. Well, you know, at least a part of Crow's Foot is on fire. Perfect. There's the what? there's the fires that are going through Crowsfoot that hasn't been resolved yet. Uh, they just been going on for like days and days or what? It's been a couple of days. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, this uh, looking like a California summer. Am I right, fellows? Mm-hmm. The smoke will help us, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're not letting the. I mean, y'all know this. It's kind of like big news. Blue coats aren't letting fire brigades through, and so. The parts of Crow's Foot District are literally on fire and not getting treated. They just wanted to be lit. They, they said, hey, Crow's Foot's kind of lit, guys. It's a fire festival. But the good news is, is that after Crow's Foot burns down in its entirety, they can replace all the shantytown housing with rich people housing and basically make it a whole new bit district. Gingerfy it and we'll take the whole, it the people that live there and push them out. They all, they're all dead. They burned to death. There are two birds something. with one stone. Peacock, did you do this? Like, <laughs> Peacock, did you set all the house on fire? I invested in some like, real estate. Don't worry about it. Sherlock would do, you know? <laughs> so I took all Fiona? the coins. Is he on the list? <laughs> is Sherlock. 
a real estate developer? <laughs> why, why is all of my coin gone? <laughs> it was tied up in some very enough. illiquid investments, if you know what I mean. They went up in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> like you live long enough, you necessarily become a real estate developer. <laughs> you can either die a, a hero or live that. long enough to become the villain. <laughs> all right. So it sounds like sounds like we have uh the, uh the all that squared away uh so now the plan so you know the plans salts deception stealth occult social and transport uh it I think sounds it's an like easy transport it, it sounds like we're doing a transport i was thinking occult i was thinking uh, we no, just I, teleport just there. walk them through a ghost door it'll be fine i think we've had yeah. enough occult Every time that we deal with ghosts, nothing goes wrong. So <laughs> I can attest to that. I've made notes about the campaign, and I've said I, very specifically right here: notes, ghosts plus demons equal. Don't worry about it. Never, <laughs> never a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. All right. So transport. So we are carrying cargo or people through some danger. And the detail is the route and the means. It sounds like y'all are taking the canals via the tuggy boat. Mm-hmm. I'm calling or, it that. Uh, I mean, that's... <laughs> the I'm just going by what Owl called it. It's it not what it's called. Tugboat. <laughs> it is not Bodie McBoatface. Tugbug. <laughs> the tugbug. Does, does the tugboat have a name? Have we decided yes. on It's the Patchwork Trawler. Oh, that's right. It's the Patchwork Trawler. It is working the Patchwork in parentheses, Tuggy the Tugboat. <laughs> I hate you all. I hate you all so much. Uh, well, it actually... She does her best, right? <laughs> actually, Patchwork... Uh, patches. Patchwork Trawler is such a long name. Uh, <laughs> I'd be okay with depends Patches. On, more I feel than like Tuggy. it depends on what we're transporting. Well, I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go with Patches because of uh, um, Miyazaki references. But yeah, I, I can go with I don't know what that is. I think <laughs> it depends on what we're moving. So, like, we're moving people, so I don't know what it would be called, but, like, let's say we're doing contraband. It could be drug tug. Uh, it could be the Walt Disney World people move. <laughs> it could be bright line and just run everybody over. Perfect. Cutting this whole part out. <laughs> <laughs> He's editing. There's nothing we can do to stop it. No, we can't, because nobody's going to do it. Nobody's going to edit it. But... No okay, one would dare. Ah! <laughs> All right. Click, and click, actually, click. Uh, the patchwork trawler has had some recent upgrades. Y'all have zhuzhed up the vehicle a little bit. It's got some reinforced armor. It's upgraded in tier. It's now a tier one boat instead of a tier zero boat. Got crushed um, leather interior or crushed velvet <laughs> interior. The, Everything is not in a state of decay. It's only slightly broken now. We love it. We love it. It only spits a little bit of black soot into the air every time it moves an inch. Less than before. Uh, So, uh, Captain Owl, I think, is at the helm. (laughs) And uh, Captain Owl. You'll see into Crow's Foot, and uh, (laughs) I'd I'd say we can kind of like fast forward through actually sneaking into the Crow's Foot district itself. Um, We need to do our um, loadout before we go. 
Oh, yeah. well, actually, I was going to have y'all talk with Alyssa first, and then y'all could kind of pick uh, your okay. lookout. Okay. Uh, so y'all are headed in the direction, kind of tugging, uh, tooting your way through the uh, the exterior, the kind of blue coat uh, blockade, including like the gondolier blockade of the city. And you're able to sneak your way past them and into the crow's nest, the center point of crow's foot and the basically heart of the crow's gang. Um, and y'all are y'all are a welcome sight. Y'all are close allies of the crows. People kind of like recognize you by name. They they kind of give you little high fives as y'all are walking past. Y'all are y'all know a lot of the people who are here um, personally. And so whenever you come in uh there's like a receptionist at the front desk you kind of know her she's this like young little 20 something who's way too nice to be in the like to be a gang's receptionist you're like how have they not eaten you up and chewed you out and killed you alive um but she rather quickly go gets lissa to have her speak with you and give you the deets on the mission if y'all don't remember what Lissa looks like, um, I kind of always described her as Caitlin from League of Legends, where she has like the sheriff's hat and the like uh, glassware that kind of sits down and goes through like different levels of scopage next to her eye. Kind of always has a rifle hold- shouldered over her back, even though it's a crime to be walking around with those just out and about. You get the impression she doesn't much care. Um, and she just kind of like gives you a little like mock salute as y'all walk through the door to her her front office. Um, you can tell that the place is an absolute mess. Like it's covered in like diagrams and like movements and suspected attacks that are coming in from the lamp blacks and the red sashes at any given moment. Um, and even though she's like betraying this like look of confidence, you can tell that she's run pretty ragged. Uh, she's like there's like bags under her eyes there's she's been working off of a not too great amount of sleep uh, and she kind of gives you each smile well 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 the undertides are here we heard you needed to move some things ah yes 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 and she kind of like points off to the side the finest group of assassins that money will buy in the crows that aren't already affiliated with someone else. <laughs> she gives you a wry smile at that. He's like, well, we don't want everyone to necessarily know that we were the ones who got up to everything. It's easier to keep a an uneven three-way war than us fighting on two fronts against a unified enemy. So we don't generally want them to know that we're the ones that sent the group to kill their very popular, very dashing, daring, and attractive lieutenant. I also appreciate you not asking us to do all that, because we don't want to do that. Yeah, I could have done it. Y'all aren't really killers. What about no offense. That? <laughs> well, like, yeah, that, that's looks why. That bugs you guys, like, the scrawny guy. Hey. Bag of donuts. Hey. <laughs> she kind of like looks at Owl and does not say anything. <laughs> and then transitions over to Shepard and she's like, and the guy with the weird animal. Y'all aren't, you know, like trained 
I want killer. I want D'Artagnan on cue to like. <laughs> yeah. So I got professionals. Appreciate well, it. Well, we play to our strengths. We all must. I mean, that's how we get ahead in this world. Uh, and Lissa kind of looks amongst you. I was Jobs also thinking about this very one. Very straightforward. All you got to do is get them to the destination, let them do their thing, get them out. Oh, it's a return trip also. Yeah. How long do we wait for them? Um, she kind of like thinks for a second. She like goes through some of her paperwork. Uh, they shouldn't be too long. I'd say keep the engine running as quietly as you can and they'll get back to you as quickly as they're able. I, I don't believe they're much in the way of like finesse killers from what the reputation precedes them as. They're kind of more messy brawler types. Oh, we get along. Okay. So we give them exactly five minutes and then we get out. Yeah, that's how long they need. I was under the impression we would be um, smuggling like, you know, cloak dagger type murderers but i suppose the loud and tumbles ones are okay too listen how most of the cloak and dagger assassins are already affiliated how they murder is not our problem let's not cast stones and judge people on their methods but it would be nice if they weren't actively being chased as they return to our boat Mm. that's something you'll have to bring up with them Covering uh, fire, covering uh, fire may not be as accurate as they'd like. Yeah, I'm not good at. She that. does laugh at that though, like she does. I like it. <laughs> it's it's suppressing fire. It's oppressing fire, more like it is what it sounds like. Uh, anyway, are y'all ready to meet to this depressing fire? I mean, there's the big fire. Anyway, we can't do anything about the fire either. How long will it take them to be ready to head out? Oh, I think they're ready now. I kind of, whenever I was informed that y'all were going to be here, I kind of sent a missive for that to get in the area. Uh, You'll just tootle down just a little bit further down the docks because obviously they can't be seen here. Um, And they'll just hop right in. Um, We'll need an hour or two to prep the, the craft, of course. But um, then we'll we'll send message and pick them up. Gotcha. Barbara, and she kind of like shouts and the little receptionist peeks her head in off to the side. Tell them it'll be an hour. And she like just nods her head very emphatically and runs out. There you go. You got your hour. Excellent. Hour, hour. You have your hour. Yes. It'll be a power hour. All right, I have a very important job to get back to running a gang and fighting a war. So if we're done with pun time, this is punishment for me. Everyone leave. I appreciate that. I get it. (laughs) I see what you did there, and I appreciate it. Anytime we can kill pun hour. 
<laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the reason why I asked for an extra hour of time was mm-hmm. because I think we need to disguise the boat as much as possible. Make mm-hmm. fake smokestacks or fake sails or something so that it's not as easily directed right back at us when they are invariably chased by Lamplacks and then we get connected to them. One of the flaws that your vehicle has is that it is particularly distinct. It is, in fact, a quality of your vehicle is how distinct it is. This is the only model of this boat still on the water. Two edges, this thing simple and this thing sturdy. It requires very few parts to keep it going, and it can take a hit and keep on coming. But it is also finicky, so only Owl knows how to run this goddamn boat. And it is distinct, so people know it and see it coming, because... It's a piece of shit <laughs> floating <laughs> down. It. <laughs> like the thing is, it's been updated. It's much nicer than it was, but everyone's like, "Ah, that's Owl's boat." Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, got yeah. steel. It's got steel plates and hey, stuff it's got on new the paint inside. On it. It's got like rivets okay, onto the side. Right? <laughs> it it probably has a a very specific shape to it or something. Oh, yeah. Very specific outline. Very, very like off the side, like owl's boat is <laughs> been riveted onto the side of it. Can you like a roll to fix that? Uh, well, I never thought that I needed to, you know. Yeah. I didn't know I'd boat. be doing crime. <laughs> like, it's my boat, you know? Like, uh, she's a <sighs> keeper. She's a diamond in the rough, and if anyone says to change her, I'm going to kill them. <laughs> I've tried to repaint it, and it just bleeds through. The paint just, like, sloughs Listen, off. Those barnacles, you don't know how that original those paint Those barnacles stayed on. On, her, on her side are a feature, not a deterrent. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> They'll never see us coming. I mean, if we have a goat with us, it would never point back to us. <laughs> Ah, perfect, perfect. So you, you so not only do you want to kind of like help cover up a little bit of that distinctiveness to it, um, you also have a like supply area full of drugs for the red sashes. Is that something that y'all want to hide, or is it something that you want to get rid of during your hour? Hide, right? Hide? We're yeah, hide. This is the peacock's doubling up two birds with one stone thing, right? We need to hide this that. Is- this is the two birds with one sword. Like, you can try to basically get that job done in the hour that you have while you're, like, saving time. Or you can hide it on the ship and just hope people don't go, why do you have three full cases full of crack? <laughs> why are you going through our shit? It's for the goat. <laughs> it's my goat's crack. It's, um, it's prescription. He's got I a problem. Got I have a prescription for that. But you're going to have to be the one that gets him out of it. I, I've talked to him several times, and he just won't stop. He I just does an issue. I've told him there are people who love him. <laughs> All right, so quick vote. Who wants to hide it, and who wants to try and ditch it ahead of time? I don't think we can get the red sashes within an hour of this Yeah, I think place. we hide it. That's my, my opinion as well. Okay. I, just, I, just I mean, I could do the fog again um, as we approach, so that... People can't see it approach or whatever. I don't, I don't 
Oh, they're talking about the the moving the drugs. Oh, moving the from... drugs. Okay, I thought we were talking about hiding the boat, and I was like, well, I mean, a tarp or a fog. <laughs> I think I, we're hi- I, save the fog for the great escape, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think we're hiding the drugs from the passengers. The Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that I'll get my like Coca-Cola and drink it all at once so I can burp real loud. <laughs> oh, just you wait. All right. So the plan is to hide the drugs and to sneak away the ship. Uh, definitely to mitigate the distinctness of your vehicle. That is a tinker roll. And to secret away a bunch of drugs on the ship. That would be a finesse roll, probably. All right, Brian, Mike's Brian. got the tinker, and Owl's got the finesse. Well, I'll uh, employ what? some sleight of hand. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I mean, so, you know, well, do you want to make any of this a, a group roll, or do you want to do it yellow solo? Owl has three ticks in finesse. Really? I do. I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> what? Three ticks in there? <laughs> Hello. That's like that's like you spec directly into it. <laughs> what? I mean, we kept right? like I we kept passively getting prowess like XP. So I just was like, when I leveled up, I already had like two, and I was like, oh, I guess fair enough. Put in a fair finesse. Enough, yeah. I only have one. <laughs> I have two, yeah, but I've, I've been like trowling. I've been specking into it, and I have two. Like, what? Was... Like, she? They're like, no way you can do a magic trick, and she just does like this fucking like sleight of hand. Like, <laughs> the quarter was like what? Well, I've been practicing on my spare time. <laughs> also, the wallet. <gasps> Is this your card? No. Check under your foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> what? Have you seen? Whoa! That? Whoa! <laughs> uh, all right. So whatever finesse rolls we got, that's owls. Yeah, that's well, uh, yeah. Fairly owls finesse. Ship. I, was, ship. I I think I got it specifically so I could drive the boat better. <laughs> I mean, that's true. All right. So owl is doing her finesse, and it sounds like Snipe's going to be doing some tinkering. Yeah, I'm going to try to do like. We're going to tie some barrels and shit on the side and make it look like an active tugboat or something. Mm-hmm. It's probably not really going to help, but I'll try. All right. What what are position and stuffs? I'd say do a fortune roll because it's mm. not really something that would be like it's not necessarily like risky or desperate or anything like that. It's more about seeing before the job starts what we're able to do here. God bless. About a six. That's a six. Yeah, you have definitely gone a long way towards like covering up a lot of the most distinctive features of Owl's tugboat. Like upon super close examination, people might recognize it. Um, but just like a passing glance, it looks like any other little tugboat that might be tootling around through the canal. Nice. Excellently done, Snipe. And right. Owl, let's see that finesse. Alrighty. Uh, finesse, is this controlled? Or... Uh, fortune. Oh, fortune. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Number three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Five, so one, five. one. Like, so... it just says, please. <laughs> please. 
Oh, really? I was I was I was feeling that like encroaching two one one rolls, you know, like I felt that coming, and I was like, please, please don't. I'd say with a a five, <laughs> Owl is able to secret away, like like she had to like basically take them out of their large boxes and put them in every cabinet basically in the boat. But it's like okay, so as long as people don't like open up the AC vent, we're fine. Like. like <laughs> There's a couple of, like, spots where you're like, oh, like you, we got to hope they don't want cereal in, like, the two hours that we're doing this job. But why would they? That'd be crazy. Uh, and so you just have to hope they don't go snooping around. But she does a pretty good job of secreting away a rather astonishing amount of the drugs. Wonderful, wonderful. Even if and they I, find it, I mean, it's really Like, if they find a small amount, amount right. Yeah. Like, if they small, find a small amount, they're like, okay, this is recreational, and they're hiding it because, of course, you're hiding it. What if the cops show up? Exactly. We're smugglers. Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, we're smugglers. What do you expect? <laughs> like, you hired us for this We're job. smuggling you. <laughs> Why? Uh, you should be the least surprised. Alrighty, so you, you, the hour kind of comes and goes. You're able to get everything done there that you wanted to get done, and you tootle down uh, further down the canals and meet at your rendezvous point with the uh, assassins that you have here. Uh, as you're kind of like tootling down, you see this group of uh, four guys kind of like shrouded in the mist at the end of a pier, and uh, you don't even need to go to a full and complete stop. Like as it pulls up, they step right in. Uh, and y'all recognize these guys immediately. These are the Revo Reapers. Oh, uh, are these the guys that were trying to kill, like, our arms? Yeah, guys? these are the guys who were trying to kill Slain. Oh, hey! <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of have that same moment where they're like, you guys, what are you, what are you doing what, here? Oh, what my God. Oh, that's right. Owl was the one to convince them of stuff. <laughs> small city. How's your boss? <laughs> they look over at Owl with her captain's hat on, <laughs> tootling down the canal streets. Oh, and good, let's good. Roll that engagement roll. Good. <laughs> All right. Perfection. Do I roll the engagement roll? Small city. It, actually, anyone can roll the engagement roll. I want to uh, roll it just because, <laughs> you know. You I are the boss. I haven't course. rolled it. Is it a D6? Uh, there are a couple of D6s. There are a couple of <laughs> factors. Uh, so first we have one die for the sheer luck. Then is the operation particularly bold or daring? I'd say pretty bold to judge up right next to the lieutenant's main base of operation to kill him. Um, and it's not a particularly complicated plan either. Um it doesn't necessarily expose a weakness or hit them where they're strongest. Uh, any friends or can contacts that can provide aid or insight for the operation? Uh, I mean, if you count these guys as their friends. They are not your friends. So. <laughs> okay. Work acquaintances. Uh, we, have, we haven't rolled for them to be your friends. Um, I don't think y'all have any friends that are able to help you here, but I don't think you have any enemies that are wanting to hurt you here either. Yep. All right. And then any other elements you want to consider the, perhaps the tier of the lamp lags. Let me see here. 
I believe the lamp blacks are tier two, but let me double check. The lamp blacks are tier two and y'all are tier one, but the lamp blacks are in the current of are in the middle of a war, so they don't get to take as much advantage of their tier, which means you get to roll two dice as your engagement roll. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Three threes. Two two threes. I'm feeling it. Oh, okay. <laughs> a okay. one and a four. So you start off the uh, in the action here with a pretty risky position. Uh, and I'd say that the biggest risk to your current position is the fact that you're exiting the crow's zone of influence and entering basically no man's land of the canal system here. Um, you don't have any friends who are willing to help you out here in the moment. This is kind of whatever comes and goes. Uh, and so what are you doing to kind of hide yourself here? You know, obviously Owl is tootling along with the ship. Are you doing any like maneuvers to kind of keep yourself hidden? Or are you kind of more interested in speed? As much as I think that, as much as people think that the patchwork is, you know, noisy and cumbersome and stuff, you know, sometimes in certain situations, the noises and clunks and stuff blends into the background. So I'm going to try and, like, strategically (laughs) clunk and toot and weave in places where there are, like, hidden noises. I don't know. It's kind of like dune sand walking, where you, like, do an, a pattern where you kind of blend into the background. So it sounds like you are <laughs> finessing the ship once again. Yeah! <laughs> Owl's finesse kind of comes in handy here. And so you are sneaking the vehicle to your destination. Go ahead and make a risky finesse roll. We'll see what kind of uh, of attention you attract your. Oh, thank God. A6. I'm the best at driving this, baby. This is Patches. This is my ship. Yeah, so you are able to kind of sneak past the exterior of the crow's uh, area here. You're able to kind of saddle up kind of closer to the corners of the canal here. So even whenever someone does, like, tootle past yourself, they can kind of mistake your vehicle for, like, one that is marooned or damaged and basically, like, semi-abandoned. Uh, and so you're able... <laughs> not a dick on you guys. Not, you know? not for a working boat. <laughs> That's not what they were taking for. not what they were taking for. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely, like, covered in, like, a tarp and, like, have things thrown over it and things are, like, riveted off to the side and there's, like, a barrel floating next to it. And so it doesn't take much finesse from Owl to kind of make other people assume, ah, it's broken and abandoned, and these are the dying chugs of an engine that's going out. Tragic. There's nothing of value on that yeah. boat. <laughs> Just All true. inconspicuous mm-hmm. boat out mm-hmm. on the water. Don't mind me. Um, and so y'all are able to kind of sneak into lamp black controlled territory uh lamp blacks have a little bit of unfamiliar waters uh owl generally y'all weren't 
welcome here even during like peacetime lamp blacks are kind of intense about their territory their areas um and so there are quite a lot of these like lamp black boat patrols not necessarily um like war boats or anything like that most of the time it's like canoes with like two to four dudes on it with like a torch british for flashlight a torch um like kind of observing the water and kind of doing everything by or propelled. So they're not speedy, but there's just a lot of them. And so you're trying to kind of navigate your way through that. How do y'all want to address this new challenge? So we started blasting, see? <laughs> so we start blasting. We turned it on full blast. Um... It's, it's, it's a good question. <laughs> hmm. I mean, wouldn't we just continue to do what we are already doing? Yeah, you can. That's what I'm asking. Is like, is it like, you know, it's worked so far. Let's keep going with it. Or is there any like adjustments to the plan that y'all want to make? Uh, I mean, since could, there's a lot more people coming and going in this area. Could Shep and D'Artagnan, uh, like using their hunt skill, try and, you know, maybe have D'Artagnan be kind of a distraction to make noise in other areas to divert some of those canoes away from us as we're puttering by? He could float. Yeah, he could float pretty far. You know, just trying to clear a path with minor distractions kind of have owl uh, or not, not owl and shep but shep and d'artagnan make a little bit of noise off in the background right can do plan d's get d'artagnan up onto the streets so that their attention is more street wise than water wise yeah how, how close are we to the um to the edge of the water like he can float over it's not like we even have to get him there now. yeah yeah he can float over but i mean depends on how far it is right but yeah i guess uh, he'll float through the water Owl's been keeping y'all pretty close to the wall, um, so it would not be hard for Shep to kind of, like, hop from basically the top of the tugboat onto, like, street level if you want him to kind of, like, make a commotion and, like, drag some attention away, him and D'Artagnan. Uh, or you can send D'Artagnan by himself to do it as well. I was planning for the first time around probably to just send him by himself. In ghost mode, probably. I will roll for D'Artagnan in ghost mode. Um, uh, actually, should I roll or should you? It's You know what? It's your pet. Go ahead and roll 2d6. Oh, yeah, we, we need to pick load. Of course. That's something we forgot to do. Uh, light, normal, or heavy, everybody? Normal. I think, yeah. Normal yeah, for Mark as well. Owl, normal or light or heavy? Um, I think I'm going light. Keeping it so. sneaky, keeping it stealthy. All right. I also think we could probably set the precedent that if we forget in the future, it's <laughs> we're normal. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. a wonderful yeah. precedent because yeah. it means that when I mess up, I don't actually mess up. I love that. <laughs> I love exactly. that. I'm here to make your job easier. <sighs> just forget things and leave them be. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and roll me a fortune roll with two dice. Uh, and we'll see how much of a um, 
of a distraction D'Artagnan's able to make for y'all. Come on, go. You can do it. Um, I'm looking for fortune. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Should be in, like, the bottom right, if memory serves. Two dice. D'Artagnan is such a good distraction. Notes. Ooh. Uh, Distraction. <laughs> Let's go! God, six six. Blessed. My goat is the goat. <laughs> that is a dark canyon crit. Oh my god! You, what a good boy. Dark canyon tootles his way just through the side of the like canal, and he just kind of like disappears into the street level, and. Shep, you hear from above, it's the devil donut of the crow's foot. Look out! And you hear like guns going <laughs> off, and you're like, there's like crackling. It sounds like a grenade, like a, a piece of explosive goes up. He's in the walls! He's in the fucking walls! And it is just, it is chaos in this portion. Like, immediately everyone's, like, taking their flashlights slash torches and, like, bringing them up into the side. D'Artagnan's, like, spinning across the canal like a firework, like a bat out of hell. And, like, gunshots ringing through the air. Like, no one's even looking down. D'Artagnan is, like, spiraling through portions of, like, the apartments of Crowsfoot. And, yeah, it's a panic. It's it's that scene from Predator where they all open fire on the forest. Spinning and spinning and like they're, they're there's like a trail just, of like gunfire just like following him like in World War Two movies where the anti air guns are just like following the planes. You're just like oh my god! You all don't even need to make a roll for this portion of the journey. D'Artagnan's crit. Y'all could like basically make as much noise. You could not possibly be making more noise than they're making directly above you. That is insane. <laughs> He's a great goat. <laughs> what? What is that from? He's in, they're in the walls. They're in the fucking walls. That's from a show, right? That's from The Matrix. When they were climbing the down the inside of the brick wall, right after the glitch, and they were going down the inside of the wall. Right before Agent Smith um, fought Neo, I think, first time. Huh. Yeah, oh, true. I don't remember that, but I, I I do know that it's been a meme for a hot minute. <laughs> but I have not seen The Matrix in a long time. But, oh, that's, yeah. Uh, that's D'Artagnan just, like, floating above all the gunfire. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. So gracefully is. And then D'Artagnan just like floats out of the middle of the boat like nothing happened as people get to hear like the cacophony behind him like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? This is why Bill still has nightmares. (laughs) Just like. (laughs) Oh, just chaos. Chaos in Crows. Good. Gosh. He is a chaos goat. D'Artagnan is going to become a legend at this point in Crow's Apparently at this place. (laughs) It's the devil goat of Crow's Foot. Imagine like six months later, you just hear some rumors and they're just talking about that one time that the goat, the devil himself. (laughs) (laughs) 
they're like the spirit wardens are on the lookout for a demon in goat form traipsing through crow's foot i I don't know how we top that but here we go i yeah i don't i don't know how we're gonna but we're gonna do our best uh yeah so y'all continue in y'all are like deep in lamp black territory um to the point where like make a convincing enough look and people will just kind of assume you're supposed to be there uh kind of fake it till you make it kind of area um most people are not as diligent here in this general area as they would be kind of closer to the outskirts um and y'all are fast approaching in the direction of um the lieutenant's hideout it's very close. It's just a matter of how close you want to get the assassins to his house, right? Like, do you all want to kind of drop them off a little bit further away, or do you want to get them basically right underneath it? I feel like it would be better off dropping them close, and then instead of us hanging around, we set up a second point to pick them up a little further away so that they have room to lose any potential uh trackers before they hop back on the boat and that way we're not just stalled out sitting in front of the house gotcha so yeah the uh the guy who's you kind of know as the leader of the repo reapers he probably doesn't introduce himself by name uh but he just kind of nods he goes okay okay dropping off us dropping up off close and then we'll meet y'all couple buildings down just make sure that you run low and slow so that we don't have too far to run to get you i uh not i'm more of a sprinter not a long distance runner we'll be like three blocks up it'll be fine yeah i'll march close (laughs) he's saying "Ah, can you make it two and a half (laughs) he he's he's like thick fit do you know what i'm talking about where you're kind of like a bigger guy but there's a lot of muscle underneath it uh that's kind of like the aesthetic of him he's very very tall very very broad shouldered uh and there's a lot of fat just kind of hanging on a wall of muscle and so he's just like ah i hate running but if you can make it three blocks we can make it three it's for everyone's safety we'll try to cover you on the way out and so for this situation, I'd say that y'all are trying to sneak not just your boat, but also yourselves into this as close to the base of operations here as possible without giving yourself or the assassins away. Uh, so this sounds like it's a group prowl roll. Sure. If they, y'all want to um, correct me here. Then. <laughs> either me or um, what is his name? Either me or Snipe. Can probably lead it. I got no stress. I can lead it. Sure. Either way. I am now trained in prowl. Oh, let's go. <laughs> One pip. Hey, that's more than zero, man. <laughs> big difference. Believe in the big... dream. All right. Uh, let's have the person who's running it run it first. All right. One prowl. Risky? Definitely risky. Definitely standard. Risky? Standard? Is it risky? Are we not controlled? 
no. I guess it's risky. N- not yeah. really possible for this to be a... But it's as close to... Hello? <laughs> it's as close to controlled as it could be. It honestly is. You could not be in a better position leading into this moment. Uh, but it's just very dangerous to be right outside of the base of operations, basically, at any time of day. Okay. I was going to do a thing, but I'm not going to do it. I will save it for another thing. All right. How's that for vague? Here we go. <laughs> I, was, I will not do it here. I will do oh, it later. I should have done the other thing. <laughs> Shit. Trace, trace, trace. Por que no cuatro, cuatro, cuatro? All right. Let's <laughs> see who else is running it. At least I can't give myself all that stress. <laughs> uh, we do risky three, still, three. or does it matter on this one? Risky standard. <laughs> all right, we got a four. We got a five, a four, and a five. It's all up to Owl. Let's see how not. she prowls. Like a five's okay. Uh, Let's go. That's true. No it's stress, not though. Okay. No stress. No, no stress. No best. one failed the roll. Just no sixes, so you don't get any. So there will be some consequences here. Uh, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. Uh, okay, so I'd say the the doing it portion goes off without a hitch. Y'all are able to kind of saddle up right next to it. They're able to hop basically straight from that portion onto the street and sneak their way into the direction of the uh, base of operations here. That they are they are as close as they could possibly be to this dude's base without being in his house functionally. The desperate position consequence comes as a well y'all are going to be in a desperate position is the consequence (laughs) so the desperate position that you fall in comes in the next moment as you are tootling away from this person's house you see that there is a giant barricade on the other side of that portion of the canal just a little bit further down where they have made a makeshift bridge and breakwater into the waters of the canal, but it is tightened up in such a portion that it is very, very obvious if you were to make a three-point turn. So there's this very, very small break where they can kind of like lift up a portion of the bridge to let their own ships through. But it's basically like a no sneaking around here checkpoint that y'all are basically getting funneled into. Can we turn around? Or yeah, so if we turn around, it's obvious. But if we right. keep going, it's very, very obvious. Right. So the, the difficulty there is, like, if you do turn around, then it's very conspicuous that you are suddenly needing to make a three-point turn, basically, to get your way back away what from that we, checkpoint. Uh, I got it. Stop. Nope, I got it. I'm listening. I say no. That's it. Um, no, I'm going to expend my shadow armor mm-hmm. to resist a consequence from detection or security measures. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so what Snipe's going to do is pull the water drain plug out of the boat so it sinks down low enough to cruise under the thing. 
<laughs> you suddenly start taking on water. Uh, yeah, suddenly yeah. the boat like lists to the right in such a way that if you're uh, able to kind of squeeze it through, you can get past their barricade there without needing to stop for any questions. Now, you're no longer in a desperate position. The ship is taken on water, and you gotta... This is all kind of down to a pretty good roll from Owl here about piloting the ship in such a way that it doesn't crash into the side of a makeshift bridge. So we're going to put the plug back in when it's appropriate, but I I assume... You gotta list the ship. It's gotta take on quite a bit of water. He's got a little chug. Can I also make an argument that as we're doing that, uh, Peacock will yell out, Holy shit, we gotta get through here before we sink! Just to throw them off guard? Throw them off there. It's a great idea. Just bring attention to us. Uh, attention's it's a sinking boat. Attention's been drawn. It's just that we're not slowing down. It's like it's like I used to do this shit on my motorcycle all the time when I'd be speeding past a cop and then I'd act like, oh, there's something wrong with my bike. Oh, oh, geez, I can't stop. <laughs> the brakes are out. Uh, yeah, I'd say up. absolutely. That's gonna be part of the uh, the assistance role. All right, so. Owl, if you would make a piloting check, a.k.a. a risky finesse roll, to carefully navigate the boat in such a way that you go through some of like the breaks in the makeshift bridge, as opposed to crashing into the bridge and uh, oh making a rather big, I can say make a mess of things, but it'll be pretty loud. Uh, <laughs> I think Peacock and was throwing an assist there. Peacock was sounds like he's throwing an assist there. Do you want to do this as like a stress, uh, or do you want to like make a like a convincing sway roll? Oh, like um, don't worry about us, or do you want to help her kind of like with? Maybe I'll just uh, take my freebie from foresight. There we go. Freebie from Foresight. <laughs> you saw this coming ahead of time and you like drilled extra holes. <laughs> just, just un- you just like grabbed a piece of string and pulled it and like four little uh, like kitchen sink plugs. Just go, <laughs> and you have them on like the end of your rope and you're like, well, I knew this would happen eventually. Yeah, like as we're going, he's like, hey, watch out. That mast might hit you. You know, just like. <laughs> Better be staying back. Anything could happen. This thing's a piece of shit. Just imagining Owl later. Were you? Have you been drilling holes in the side of my boat? <laughs> it was totally the fog. It was the fog house. Just a few. He uh, saw them do it. Just, just a little strategery. It's a little future sight. All right. Let us see that finesse roll with the extra dice for, as a virtue of Peacock's foresight. Okay. Finesse. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. A risky und standard. And then a bonus die one. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Ah! Five, two, two, three. Uh, all right. So you do it, but there is a consequence. There is a negative externality. We kill that guy in the bridge. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. Uh I mean, I think the easy thing would be <laughs> a shitload of the drugs spill out. That's a good, complicated bunch of drugs just, like, fall out of the what side. Is the resistance? Uh, 
You can't resist it. I'd say I'd say there's a two-part complication here. To resist uh, that too. You can resist both of them. That's the beauty of Blades in the Dark. You can just say, I don't think so, Buckaroo. I don't want none of that. Um, so there's, I'd say, two-part consequence. There is a complication occurs and reduced effect. The complication would be as the boat begins to take on water and shift, the drugs, like, spill out of all of the compartments that you basically, like, stuffed them into uh, as oh part of oh, that geez. previous thing. Oh, oh, and so they're, like, all over the interior of the ship. Like, you won't see it from the outside, but if any of the, uh, like, Repo Reapers come in and, like, basically go to the sitting area that they've been in, it'll just be like, this was not here five minutes ago. Um, Neither was all the water. Shut up. (laughs) And the reduced effect complication is virtue of you listing a little bit too far. And so the ship gets like partially stuck and like jammed into these portion of the bridge as opposed to sliding through it. And so you'd need to, to give yourself an extra little push there to get out the other side of this barricade bridge as opposed to just sliding through it. And so you can resist both or neither of those complications. Uh, or one. Can anybody resist or it has to be? Hurt? It would need to be Owl because Owl made the roll. And so she I has would like to, to resist, resist the consequences. All right. So you won't resist both of them? Yes. All righty. So. Let's start off with the resistance. She's trying to hold all the cabinets shut. <laughs> uh, oh, or really, would just stop herself from overlisting would be what that would be uh, helping with. Uh, okay, would it be harder would... or the same if uh, I chose to do both? But would it be easier if I chose to do just one? So resisting both consequences means there's two resistance rolls. Okay. So resisting one consequence means one resistance roll. Okay. Did I argue that we that, that Shep could resist the drugs spilling roll? I know not according to the rules, but by like <laughs> by like trying to put his hand on each of the like what we can do is uh as like part of a roll of a, a separate roll, basically shoving the drugs back into the compartment if she chooses not to resist. Oh, yeah, you, you can try, try to, to re- do a fast and dirty job. You could do a, a finesse or prowl to rehide the drugs. Mm-hmm. If if Owl doesn't want Might, to resist the consequence. Yeah, it's up to her. It just distributes our stress a little bit more evenly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Owl is the plan to resist both or just resist the limited effect. It sounds like you have friends who are willing to help you out here. I'm going to resist both because I got my got powers. friends. Power Low places. Uh, Alright, so the first one that we're going to resist here is going to be a prowess roll to resist consequences from physical strain or injury to keep the finesse basically going good. Uh, So that'll be part of the finesse roll. There is a prowess resistance. Okay. Uh, Just click on the prowess button and mm-hmm. on one bonus die? Zero bonus die. Fair enough. Hooray! 
six and a four, which means she takes zero stress as part of the resistance there. Yeah. <laughs> and next up is going to be the resistance for the uh, drugs spilling out. Um, and that will be a insight resistance roll since you're trying to. Oh, no, I'm bad at those. Oh. <laughs> it's. It's identical. All of her resistance are the same to number. <laughs> I'm bad at those two. So she takes one tick of stress as part of the resistance of the insight complication. We're able, we like see it a different world where y'all basically get like half stuck and all the drugs roll out. And then we basically like rewind it 10 seconds. And she just like, we perfectly see owls, the ship, the, the trawler, tilt to its side in such a way that it just slides perfectly through that portion. And there's like portions of cabinets that are like ready to burst at the seams, uh, but they're able to slide back as she kind of pushes it back up. And y'all are able to coast your way further down. there. The propeller just barely comes out of the water and then pushes <laughs> back down. Mm-hmm. And so y'all, you're you're on a ship that's currently taking on a little bit of water, a little bit faster <laughs> than you may may hope, uh, but y'all are past that barricade. Ship, uh, help me put the stupid plug back in. As as Peacock's like, oh my god, we're going down. One guy's like, God bless you. <laughs> we'll keep you in our prayers. <laughs> Good luck. Bye, your condios. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, and I'm going to roll a couple of uh, secret dice. You don't like secret rolls. Secret secrets are very fun. Secret secrets can be undone. <laughs> secret secrets kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, Wait, no. <laughs> Uh, y'all are like gliding past y'all have gotten through the area you're on a, a bit of a shaking sip but I imagine there's a, a tinker roll in your future <laughs> your very near future to get everything plugged back up so that way you don't take on too much water and begin failing as much water as possible what's left to pay off from this thing what the hell <laughs> group tinker I have another 15 years on my boat mortgage <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Seven percent rate. It's expensive. This thing, this thing's killing me. Uh, and as y'all are kind of beginning that process of like pulling off to the side, y'all are making it a couple ways down, uh, like losing the line of sight of that bridge there. Uh, you hear like a cacophony of things happening behind you. Uh, I'd say without like taking a moment to really survey or like study the noises. It just kind of sounds like a bunch of bangs and booms and like screaming and yelling and people moving to and from. Uh, but uh, so sounds like y'all want to maybe plug Not out these sink. holes yeah. and bail some of this water. Y'all are, That's... it's a bit of a risky position, but at least uh, you're, you're not caught. Let's not sink the boat. Do you want anyone to be helping you with this? Uh, I want everyone to be helping me. I think group action. I would imagine this takes so... yeah the whole the whole party. Like does, just... does someone else want to lead it? What kind of role is it? 
definitely a tinker because you're like making repairs to the ship, bailing yeah, we're out trying water, to do mechanics. trying to keep it I'm away really from electronics. That. I almost have one point in that. So just, well, the funny thing about being the leader of it is you don't have to be good. <laughs> if you fail and you're leading, you actually don't take stress. Hey, so it's, I can lead here, it. Though. He's Aren't like, he's, gonna... he's trying to bail us out. Yeah, but aren't we going to need to go back through this checkpoint again on the way back? I think we can go a different way. The, we, can go, the, we can go further out on the way back. Yeah, okay. Crowsfoot's canals are kind of a maze. You just kind of happen to get yourselves into this little checkpoint here. This, there may be further checkpoints in other areas of the canals, um, but you don't necessarily have to come back the way you came in order to drop them off. This, yeah, this one was just near the leader's house, so we can take our time going a further way around. The thing is, if we go back the same way, then uh, D'Artagnan will be a good distraction again, for sure. Yeah, but we need him to distract other people. Like, not Why? every... You only fool the people... Once. But I'm saying I'm saying if we go the same well no I don't think so <laughs> we're pretty freaked out I think if we go we've the same done it way, at least twice <laughs> I think if we go the same way he's got better odds on freaking him out again and they're just gonna be like oh he's back <laughs> it's been thirty minutes and he's back <laughs> I I don't know I I, I don't know I, I'd say we figure out the escape route once we keep the boat from sinking. So, yeah, so that becomes the, the question. Do y'all want to keep it kind of still listing to one side, or do y'all want to uh, bail out the water and get yourselves back to full? I say we empty it out so we can make a hastier retreat, possibly taking a longer way back. Yeah, if we have the option to go back a different way, then yes, I think we go ahead and right the boat. All righty. In that case, who is leading the tinker roll? I think me and Owl are the only ones with any skill, and Owl, I, I was going That's to say, point. yeah, I only have two, but I think this is a all hands on deck to not sink the boat. Okay. <laughs> all right, and who's leading? Uh, I I can lead. I'm pretty stress free, so I could take some on. All right, Chef. Let's see that. Uh, risky Tinker. Oh, ho. <laughs> I've got good odds. Zero D6. You push yourself. You take stress to push yourself. Yeah. I. Is it risky or controlled? Risky. It's risky. Mm, y'all are still in dangerous territory, uh, bailing out the water. It's it, not necessarily like. It's not necessarily dangerous to be fixing your boat. You're in a dangerous area in which any actions have consequences. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, how much is it to push myself? Two. Two stress. Do you have any special abilities or anything? Or is that old D'Artagnan? <laughs> he does have special abilities, but they're more about shooting things. And they Mostly are killing stuff. and yeah, Don't put more holes in it. He just takes his gun and shoots the water out of the boat. <laughs> yeah, the water. Um, I don't know if it's... Is it worth me using two stress on? No, because it's a group action and we may give you more stress. So maybe not. 
do you have i don't know if you have it on your equipment list but i have tinkering tools if you use tinkering tools can that help you with that better effect i do have tinkering tools can we get a better does that help us with that does a bucket help use it Using the tinkering tools and a bunch of epoxy, I'd say, in front of standard effect, we can boost you up to great. Okay, so that'll, put, that'll be one bonus die? Uh, or... Increased effect. Oh, okay, hold up. Okay, I have to click it again, sorry. Uh, it was a tinker, risky, great effect. You know, I, I don't want to push myself, because if we fail, then we just go the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh, it's a four. <laughs> Zero dice. Take the hot, take the lowest. That's <laughs> a success. That's a success. That's a success without the stress. Uh, let's see Peacock do it next, since he's also one of them who has a, a, a spicy zero in it. Do I roll the tinker now? Yeah, we're let's waiting for for Peacock for to do drama, his zero skill drama. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize I was muted. Uh, my tinker tools. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and pr- push myself to get a bonus die. All right. And so it's risky with great effect. Yes, sir. Give up. How did I get a three? How did I get a three with a bonus die? You went from zero dice to one dice. Yeah, so uh, instead of picking the lowest, so instead of pick the lowest, you one. just take one die. So that is one tick of stress for El Senor Shep. Peacock, can you use the bucket the right way? It's upside down. <laughs> it works this way too. D'Artagnan is just a like bit of a lip putting his here. head in the bucket. I think D'Artagnan has like stuck his head in the bucket and run away with it, and you're like <laughs> chasing after D'Artagnan instead of contributing. He's like, he's like, no, he's gonna eat that epoxy gel. Shit, and like chasing after. Him. D'Artagnan is as much a help as he is a hindrance. Oh, yes, you, you get both with him. <laughs> All right, Owl, let's see that tinker roll. Any pushing of yourself, any use of tinkering tools to get your boost self a boosted effect? Uh, I don't think I have tinkering tools. I think it's a part of base uh, equipment for everybody. Oh, I do have tinkering tools. I would like to use some tinkering tools. I have a hammer, some nails, and plank wood. <laughs> the way that I it, I will, like, someone taking out some tinkering tools and just pulls out an entire plank of wood. I have it say, on the side. I have it like next to the captain's <laughs> case. I when I heard hammer and nails, I'm like, you're doing this wrong. <laughs> ah, I got a tinker. He pulls out a war hammer and a jackhammer. <laughs> We're trying to undo holes. <laughs> She's like, nail gun. <laughs> nail gun. <laughs> um, yes, I would like to do a tinker. Let's see it. And uh, do you want to uh, risky great if you're using the tinker and tools there? Um, do you want to push yourself for stress to get yourself an additional die? I'm good. All right. Just mostly because um, I want to save my stress for uh, burping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see it. Oh God, no! <laughs> that is another tick of stress for Chef. I'm sorry, Chef. I'm sorry. You know, that when I said a... lead, I thought some of y'all would pass. 
All right, now it's I, all. I, I'm trying to hammer nails in, but I'm like really weak, and I'm like. Eh. <laughs> it's <laughs> one of those things where you keep like missing the nails. head of the nail, but also keep missing your thumb. So it's like not even close. It's like <laughs> hammering, and you just like hit the plank of wood next to it, and you're like, ah. All right, I'm doing all the things. I'm pushing myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because someone on the whole to. nine yards. That's yes. hope oh, for some good. Maybe. No oh, bonus dice. One bonus dice. Fuck. Oh, oh no! My God. Oh Jesus! That is a Shep three is the one. Only confident <laughs> person on this boat. I don't know Shep. anything about boats. Ando Canyon. No, you don't. You don't bring out water that way. Bring out water this way. Pulls another plug. More water starts coming in. He's Shep is just like, like panically shoveling as much water out of the bottom of the boat as possible. You just see Chef, like, with a bucket, actually getting water out. He takes the hammer and nails and, like, actually hits stuff in <laughs> to, like, plug the holes. And it's just... Everything else is just, like, D'Artagnan-induced chaos. Like, uh, Peacock is, like, has not spent any of his time actually unplugging any of the holes. He's been spending the entire time chasing after D'Artagnan with the bucket on his head. And, like... I imagine Owl is, like, able to, like, keep some of the water away from the electronics, but we just see her, like, making a makeshift, like, sand eddy with her arm and just kind of, like, pushing (laughs) water away from it instead instead of, like, actually, like, bucketing it out. She's like, that's the engine. That's a very careful component. Come on. Come on. If you just Tokyo drift the boat, it'll all fall out. (laughs) Well, we got a four anyway. (laughs) But we got a four total. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway. And Shep probably took four stress. <laughs> he, he took three ticks of stress. God bless. Okay. You know, but you both know things what? usually go much better for us, but that whole thing sucks. <laughs> you know, you've never had to actually make on the fly repairs before as a crew, and it is not necessarily going well. This is real Gilligan's Island right here. <laughs> three hour tour never and everything. Seen Superstore, but there's a clip. Oh, here. <laughs> Where I'm just fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing my That's best. That's about what I was imagining. Just kind of laying down next to the water to keep it from getting into, like, the engine room. Not the crack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All we right. take the four. But there is a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate position. Uh... So you're able to flex tape slam some of the holes back together. What what should be the consequence? Ah, I know what the complication is. So off the screen, I have been rolling for the uh, situations that the assassins have found themselves in. Um, and it's been taking you guys a little bit of time to bail everything out of uh, the location. Um, and as you're doing it, you kind of see the group making like a fighting retreat away from the direction in which you guys seem to like pulling out pistols and like firing them and like throwing off to the side. They're like getting into full blown brawls with portions of the lamp lacks in the street here. And so they are getting like swarmed by people and you kind of see one person in particular, like, f- 
fighting against the uh, large, bulky leader, uh, and he's a uh, member of the Dagger Isles, like Shep. Uh, so, and you would assume that he was the man, if not for the fact that as he is fighting uh, the leader of the Repo Reapers, he outright just shouts his name to the rooftops, and he is like fighting him with a rapier off to the side, like parrying the guy's like large, like meaty blows. Um, and he uh, kind of like laughs uh, jovially as he's in the midst of this assassination attempt. And he goes, I am Lieutenant Antonio Guevara de Paula Cipriano. And if you think you will kill me that easily, you will have to try again, fool. And he's just like reposting and like he is like bloodied and he's had like a couple of like blows to the sides of the head where you can tell that he's like taking some damage like there's like a part of his jacket is like still on fire but that just makes him f even more flourishing and dashing it's like the fire's like trying to keep up with the end of his coat and he's like doing like spins as he's fighting this much bigger guy who's like having to duck and dodge out of the way it, it's uh, if anyone's seen like the snake versus the mountain fight in Game of Thrones, it's a lot of this dude spinning and this guy like, oh, OK, oh, oh shit, like bat hands back, just like throwing punches whenever he can. But like covered in like a lot of small scratches and cuts uh, from the rapier. Uh, so uh, how far are they? They're pretty close, like they're making their way back towards you. There's a lot of lamp blacks coming from surrounding areas to converge on their location and to converge on y'all by extension. Snipe uh, is in, how and Shep will, probably, be, uh -oh. Shep will probably be better for this, but I was going to do something also. Mm -hmm. um, well, mine's mine's a very risky move. <laughs> so let's hear it. <laughs> I, we might both have this kind of same idea. Yes, <laughs> just I was pull going up to the guy just <laughs> No, I was going to take out the rifle and shoot him like. <laughs> You didn't try to blow out Antonio's brains. I, I'm just gonna kill him so we can go. Yeah, that's what oh, I was right. thinking. Uh, but but I'll listen to Steve first. <laughs> Snipe's gonna do the same thing, but he is thinking more quiet. Um, it it would either be a large weapon or an unusual weapon, depending on how you view it. He's mm -hmm. gonna pull out a big ass crossbow and scuttle up to the tallest point on the tugboat and try to take a shot at the dude. And I realize that's a hunt that I only have one thing in. But, you know. Could we, times you, we can both do Maybe you give it things. to me and I'll shoot him? No. Well, well you, can both, you can both shoot him. <laughs> we'll just both shoot like, him. We can just, punch like, What's like, the worst like, that can happen? There's a moment, like, <laughs> I imagine, where Shep has just finished bailing the last of the water out. Y'all look up. There's this like audacious like fighting happening in the background, and Shep just like puts a briefcase off the side of the boat and flips it up, and it's one of your long rifles. And then right next to him, Snipe does the same thing, except it's just a giant as crossbow. <laughs> I was gonna go with like a harpoon gun, like the biggest thing I could manually do. Oh yeah, harpoon gun. It's like yeah, like it's attached it's to the side of the boat have. almost. Yeah, I want something <laughs> quiet but big and clunky. Do you have the rope attached to the harpoon, or is it just like the harpoon shoved into a like CO2 spark craft? You know what? I want the rope. <laughs> I want the rope. 
You're like, all right. <laughs> because at least if I hit the dude, we're taking him with us. <laughs> I'm imagining you've like pulled out your gun. You have this highly illegal rifle, like pristinely in its case. And you look to your right. There's just a harpoon gun <laughs> next to you. Shep's like, I got this. It's all cool. My shiny ass gun. Shep, or Snipe's like. Snipe oh, has yeah. a javelin launcher in it. <laughs> Just with the rope and everything. I you do it him, your like, way. Bring him in. Like... Oh, I'm going to need help reeling in that fish, but yes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. So this sounds like two distinct hunt rolls. You're each trying to shoot him. I think you're we're not necessarily working as a group, but you are working to shoot this man. And I think we're doing it simultaneously and also, uh, yeah, definitely separate. Like, I don't even know if either of us kind of knew it. We might have seen the other one kind of preparing, but... It's not the first time we've both pulled out weapons like that. We yeah. did it at the prison, too. Yeah. So that's I what really I'm imagining f- Shep's I really is. feel like Snipe and Shep have done things together, because we also murdered that first dude together. <laughs> All right, perfect. perfect. These are, this is definitely a risky hunt roll, and if y'all want to expend your uh, your rifle... Uh, and your large weapon, we can get you boosted up to great effect instead of standard effect. I will do my large weapon. Uh, yeah, I was going to use my fine long rifle. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Well, that'll get you to great effect. And going to push myself. But I will let Sniper Shep go first. I, yeah. I would imagine <laughs> that I'm pushing myself as well. And I can... Make a range attack at extreme distance beyond what's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've used it like once, and I can also do uh, suppressing fire. Suppressing fire. <laughs> it's just, I'm just imagining how someone suppresses fire with a sniper rifle, or <laughs> just like, da, 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 just like locking it in. Like he's a, gonna uh, distract <laughs> him with the sniper rifle, so mm-hmm. I can harpoon him. There we go. All right. Take the two stress, get that extra die. Does anyone want to assist Shep to give him an extra extra dice? He said extra extra. No? Okay. Um, (laughs) You got this, buddy. No, I don't think I will. I think I have to save it for our fucking escape. (laughs) Well, Peacock would be like, oh, look, look who it is. So I'd get, like, an extra second. It's, uh, it's getting ugly now. Okay, is risky, I'm assuming. Oh, yes. Risky and great effect. Mm-hmm. Bonus dice, I pushed myself, so... Yep, so you get one bonus die. Let's go! Uh, actually... Oh, yeah. oh shit! Um, so, one, four, three, six, boom! Big blast! This person is definitely, if not, like, almost dead, like, on death's door. Um, and so... Additionally, for what uh, my young man Snipe said here, you can adjust your position and thereby adjust your effect. So, Snipe, if you want to move yourself to a desperate position, you will have extreme effect on this harpoon blast, if you so wish. You don't need it. If I had failed, it would have made a lot of sense, but... But I mean, think about it. If you get that extreme effect, it's possible the harpoon lands, it lances it, and then you can just pull them off the side of the docks. 
and you have a victory trophy to bring back to Lissa. Maybe Ooh. extra money. And if I you miss, it's... we kill the assassin that we hired. <laughs> Just right through the deck. I think it's cooler if we do it, but I don't need to use Daredevil. Seeing yeah. that Shep actually hit his shot, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I need to do that. Yeah, the guy is like in the midst of witty banter, and as he does it, he gets absolutely winged by Shep's sniper rival and just like falls over to the ground and is in like a pool of his own blood. And so Snipes, uh, desperate, extreme effect, you put yourself in kind of a precarious Mm -hmm. position and you're kind of able to like lift it up and press the fire button. And you see the harpoon just like lance right through the middle of his back. And as the rope goes taut, you the body like catches and basically you're like beginning to winch it back and the corpse like rolls off the side of the yeah. road and I'm just, just like gonna falls winch it the between river. like the steam. I don't know how the boat's powered, but like I imagine it has steamer stacks and he's just gonna like wedge the thing so the rope is through it. So it's just gonna pull him. It's like spark craft, which is steampunk. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so d- you did the desperate extreme effect. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is a four or five. So there is a pretty big consequence for the four or five roll. You, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. Uh, I will say that the serious complication here is that... Uh, the serious complication here is everybody kind of watches this mystery boat shoot their boss through the middle of the chest and drag his corpse into the river. And so it's like immediately like klaxons are going off. There's like alarms. People begin like pulling out guns and begin like opening fire on the ship. And so y'all are hot. This is a hot exit. This is a big time hot exit, and they kind of look you basically dead in the eyes across the ship, and they're like, "Oh, so that's who killed the boss?" Like they know there's not a shred uh, of doubt. Yeah, because the freaking oh, body they killed the boss. I, I, I feel like the harpoon lands, and the guy gets yoinked a little bit, and Snipes like so like stands up. He's like, "Yeah." And, and then the whole group just turns to him. Even your assassins are like, what the fuck? Run! <laughs> Run! All right. Uh, I would also like to start the burping, please. All right. You would I, like to I feel start like I, big burp does that, We should tell the assassins to grab the rope. Are, are we on the edge? Uh, they basically, y'all are like close enough to the side of the canal here that they can jump straight from their cool. like elevated position onto the boat. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so it's not that that part's not going to be an issue. It's more of the like hail of gunfire behind them that'll yep. become a, a more immediate yep. issue. We're gonna have so much heat after this. Loud, ugly, and we killed somebody. <laughs> Uh, all right, so it sounds like, uh, Owl, you want to do your big burp blast uh, to conceal the boat. And what was it that um, that Chef wanted to do? Um, oh, I think he just wanted to make sure that the dudes had a way to get onto the boat. He was suggesting oh, okay. they grab the harpoon rope, but if they can jump in, it's not necessary. 
Oh yeah, they can they can jump in. Yeah, once they're all in, it's like time to go. Shep could, Shep could maybe <laughs> grab the wheel and push it while Owl's doing I'll the burping. Do, I guess I could do suppressing fire. Well, let's see how the big burp goes. Yeah. Uh, how much stress do you want to take? As um, so, remind me about the ranges for the thing, because I was like, I was like, probably something a little bigger than just the immediate area of the boat. Um, Alrighty. So, uh, for area, zero stress is a closet full. Mm-hmm. One stress is a small room. So that would be kind of like the immediate confines of the ship itself. Two is a large room, so it covers the ship and a little bit extra. Three would be several rooms, so it would cover basically this immediate portion of the, the canal. Four is a small building, so it would cover you, the canal, a portion of the street. And then five is a large building, which is you, canal, portion of the street, portion of the buildings closest to the street. And then six would be a city block. I got a question. Uh, (laughs) Are the assassins currently running away from the gunfire or are they back on the boat? On the boat. On the boat. Yeah, they sprinted away from the gunfire. Basically, as soon as y'all caused that distraction, they jumped onto the ship. Okay. Um, I think so. Three is just like. Our boat and a little bit extra. Right. And how big is the canal? Uh, The canal has a bit of space between, like, the... Well, actually, y'all are pretty close to the, like, basically elevated portion of the side street. Um, So the canal is several boats wide. Okay. Um, I might do four, then, because, uh... Just so I can smoke bomb... Whole, whole small today. buildings worth of of boom. I don't want to do six. Like, come on, six is. <laughs> I would have six to go through. A lot the, of stress. I would have to go through the fog the whole way home. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's disgusting. Ugh. All right. Yeah. Okay. So she she gets her she gets her sodi pop, shakes it up really good, like, <laughs> and then and then does the does the whole uh, <laughs> yeah the reaper reapers were like you <laughs> yes, like, let me let's like a commiserating break. with them like, like let me show you yeah, why i'm not really just gross. a driver see <laughs> <laughs> still super gross every, yeah everyone hated that <laughs> oh <okay>. every time oh <laughs> uh, so you you are able to kind of fill up a large section of the of the uh, this portion of the canal with the uh, thick fog. Um, make an a tune roll for me, real quick, just like a fortune a tune roll. Here's a little spicy fortune a tune. Hey, okay. what's the six get me? Uh, owl, you've all like a part of you has always known that there are eyes in the fog that watch you whenever you do something like this and even whenever you're like on your way home from like a normal part of your day you know that the fog is full of like spirits and other that watches you and maybe sometimes it feels like it's looking out for you and other times it feels like it's just looking at you 
this time as the like immediate area of the fog like fills up the boat uh as opposed to just like these passing spectral feelings that kind of look like malformations in the mist and you can kind of like talk it away mentally like ah that's my eye playing trick on me tricky tricky eyeball there uh this time you see like the distinct outline of a person in like complete black like not not like a not able to see the person but it's as if someone just took a black stamp of the outline of a person and just stamped it right in the middle of the fog before it just kind of melts behind the rest of the fog there. That's new. That's new? That was something watching you, something distinct, and something close. It was just Scarlock, it's fine. That's a big-ass clench moment. That's like, uh. You, like, finish the burp, immediate... But the good news is, y'all are tootling your way through the mist. They can't see you here. They can't through the thick th- see through the thick fog. Um, you hear <coughs> you hear gunfire kick in. You hear them yelling about the direction that y'all were going when last you were seen through the fog. And basically, this entire portion of the Lamplax uh, gang is up in arms and so they are on the lookout for anything unusual and unknown uh, as the this entire portion of the district comes to life so as we're puttering away i think uh peacock would start just hand over hand reeling in the rope with the harpoon on the end of it just so we're not dragging it as we're trying to make our way through the (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. You see the the corpse of Antonio Guevara de Paula uh, Cipriano, just kind wanna, of like floating in the water. Do t- we want to bring you. that back or cut him loose? Like ah, uh, like having got the, him through the chest cavity. Ew, <laughs> gross. You are not one to call things gross. Burpee McGee. He's got seaweed in his chest. How is that not gross? It's kind of like not their head. It is a little gross. Okay, fine, whatever. But, I mean, having the body, I mean, I don't see why that would be a bad thing. Being in possession of the body. I I mean, we're not keeping it, but I feel (laughs) like, one, we're going to war with the Lamplacks, and two, we're in deep shit. (laughs) Uh, As y'all are taking a, a moment to kind of, like, take in the appearance of this corpse in the middle of your ship... You hear, like, deep, deep within the bowels of Duskwall, the uh, bells of the Chancellery, like, that show that a person has been killed in Duskwall. And you kind of see out in the distance as you're exiting the fog there, the Death Seeker crows begin to, like, fan out. And so y'all are experienced criminals in the world of Duskwall. You know that when someone dies, the bell of the Chancellery goes off. And Death Seeker crows go out to find the body so that way they could be destroyed before its ghost gets released. What? I mean, that's a pretty good reason to not bring it with us. I mean, okay. I can just trap his ghost in my handy dandy bottle here. Right. And I like wiggle it around. <laughs> just because like... the crows are looking for him doesn't mean they're going to find him. Mm-hmm. Plus, a lot of people have been dying around here, so it's fine. How often does the bell ring? A lot. It's in this <laughs> district, probably a lot. 
<laughs> uh, it, it rings out through the city a lot. Like These a lot probably, of people die in Gusswall. They're probably really tired of flapping around. Cool. So I mean, uh, what I'm asking basically was to say, yeah, it rang, but it's always ringing. So it's, right. Generally, the Death Seeker crows are like. A thing used by cops to find out where a corpse is, or a thing by that the spirit wardens use to find a body and destroy it before the ghost gets released in a couple of days. Um, and sometimes it can take them as much as a couple of days to find it's a corpse. Not, not necessarily urgent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. We're mobile. We'll let somebody else deal with it. I also feel like this guy's ghost is probably worth some coin. He isn't just a schmo that was a street sweeper. Oh boy, another angry ghost. Yeah, this is Joe, not Schmo. I'm going to leave all that to you guys. I don't want another angry face in a bottle. I I mean, this time I won't have any, like, problems trading it, you know, because of, you know, I mean... Emotional attachment? Yeah. Thank. Oh, Unless he's really nice, then I'd feel a little bit bad. I forgot to inform you. As a virtue of <laughs> Owl's ghost mind, when Owl takes a look at the uh, outline of this dark stamp in the middle of the fog, she is aware of a supernatural entity in her presence, and then it disappears. Oh, so it was there. Okay, okay. It was so, definitely there. So she was like, oh, so it wasn't my newfound brain playing new tricks on me. Oh, okay. This is, this is... <laughs> Just what I wanted to hear in the middle of a job. This is all happening as you're like pulling the corpse up and the death seeker crows kind of goes off. That can be happening in the back of Owl's head. (laughs) There's a lot of things happening all at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good job, everybody. There's no way this can blow back on us. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Y'all do need to make it out of the lamp district. Hey, Peacock, how many how many people do the lamp blacks have? Many. Okay, and we're four, right? We haven't like increased in number lately. Uh, we're actually five. So. Oh, right. You know, and they're There's real scared of three of us. They're real scared of the one of us. Okay. We were six for a second there. Just making sure. Mm. Uh, you know that even in their in the smallest like gangs of lamplacks are usually about a dozen people. Like any roving <laughs> band is usually about a dozen dudes. More making it with <laughs> like it's fine. It's all fine. Okay, so let's get out of here. Let's go. Chop chop. All right, skedaddling. So the the immediacy, the immediate danger y'all are able to escape from, uh, by virtue of the large fog cloud. Uh, you're still in a very very dangerous position. I'd say. Definitely in a bit of a desperate position here as you're making your way out of this portion of the district and trying to make your way back to no man's land and back to the crows area. Um, the the klaxons are going off like people are jumping into boats to try to find the like descriptor of what's being like shouted by word of mouth. Um, so it is definitely a a desperate sneaking role here. So as we're as we're leaving, as we're going a different route than we came in, mm-hmm. can we make 
an effort to ditch some of the extra crap that we bolted on to make our boat less noticeable. To make it more noticeable, but less noticeably noticeable. Yes, just so it doesn't look <laughs> exact. It doesn't have the same profile that it did mm-hmm. when we started the fog cloud. Begin ripping off portions of of sail in quotation marks and unriveting yes. portions. Yeah, absolutely. Does do, does anyone want to make a? Uh, I'd say the situation you're in is definitely desperate. I wouldn't say it's necessarily desperate. It's necessarily hard to do this, but I'd say, yes, it'd be a desperate tinker by virtue of the fact that you are doing it under distress in a very dangerous situation and the consequences of failure are dire. Could I argue for <laughs> uh-huh. Snipe doing it as a wreck to rip off I'm better at tinkers. pieces? <laughs> You got a one in wreck. I can give you some assistance. I got a two in tinker. <laughs> yeah, fuck the tinker. Yeah, well, I, I have my tinker tools out. <laughs> I had a different idea, mm-hmm. but but I'll I can go with whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we'll not say no right off the bat before we even know what it is that's like suggesting. Um, I was going to try to make the boat a little faster slash quieter um kind of silence potion into the engine and a tinker roll to get us moving like try to find a way to give it a boost sadly the silence potion only works for like a few seconds the silence potion kind of breaks off after a couple of Mm. seconds of use I was hoping it might, you know, break off like the engine echo for a little bit and maybe help lose people, but that's fine. Apparently, you need to tinker a muffler. <laughs> it's will, like, I will throw my fine shadow cloak over the engine. <laughs> Magician, be quiet. Hang on. Let's see what else I have. Nope, that's makeup. Can't do anything with that. <laughs> I'm going to make the engine look so pretty. Mm-hmm. Let's sparkle that right up. Um, the canals that we're going through, are there any other boats that are tied up? Make me a fortune roll. Roll me a flat 2d6. High numbers are better for y'all. 5-6. Hey. Uh, yeah, so I'd say with a 5-6, um, y'all are in a portion where uh, a lot of the boats are basically requisition by the lamp blacks, like give us that fucking thing we're using it to explore um but in this immediate area you can tell that maybe the lamp blacks just kind of left a couple of the ships here off to the side and haven't gotten to this portion of the district to basically hop into the boat and begin looking for y'all uh, so okay. there's a couple of like those very similar like those gondolier kind of boats uh that they've been using for that that portion so if al can pilot us near some of them i would like to use either a large or an unusual weapon to try and cut the lines and kind of chum the water with these other random boats to slow down their progress so that we can get away better gotcha gotcha just basically throw a bunch of canoes into the middle of the canal to slow people down on their pursuit yep all right that definitely 
it sounds like you're wrecking some shit. Uh, but if you if you want to flavor it, flavor, think it's a, a different role, then you are, by all means, I can just tell you what it sounds like to you. I, I think I'm working on the engine tinkering while mm-hmm. he's doing that, so I'll do my role after he does his role. All right. All right. Um, I don't know. I was, I was hoping for breaking lines and stuff. It would kind of fall into skirmish, but I could see where it would be wrecked. Um, I mean, if you kind of want, so it, it kind of depends on the the consequence that you want to happen is what the the role means. So if you want to like wreck it, you want to like break some shit and like throw it up in there all haphazardly, then that's like a wreck. Uh, but if you kind of want to skirmish with it, I'd say it's basically you running up next to it, being a little bit more careful, being a little bit like violent with it. Um, but you leave less of a mess in your wake than you would if you were wrecking it. Yeah, like, I wasn't you're able to throw boats trying, into the way. But yeah, I wasn't necessarily trying to damage the boats as much as cut the lines so that they drift throw them in the way. Yeah, by all means, make a skirmish. All right. Um, uh, so it's risky. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Wait, you're in a desperate position. Okay. Get your get your experience. Mm-hmm. Desperate. I am going to use an unusual weapon. Were so we basically, desperate? just a big, a big bladed hook, like a bill hook, to try and yoink the lines that are holding it. All right. So theoretically, that would take it from standard to great effect. Yes. And then I am going to go ahead and push myself for a bonus die. All right. Let's not fuck this up. Boom! I'll take a six. Let's go! Uh, So you weren't in a desperate position when you shot your gun. You were in a risky. The desperate situation is a consequence of murdering and kidnapping the corpse. Oh, I made mine desperate. Yes, you chose to make make it desperate. Yes. To make right. the effect extreme instead of normal. Uh, but God bless with the 62 skirmish with desperate position and great effect. You see the bill hook slams into the portion of the rope. You're able to like hook them in and basically throw the portions of the gondolas behind you to kind of gummy up the works. People are having to like push the boats out of the way, slow down so that way they don't wreck. And uh, y'all are able to continue on your way unabated. Meanwhile, Snipe, you are trying to tinker the engine to be a little bit more quieter and a little bit more performative. If I can't do the quieter, I will just try to give it a speed boost to give us a head start. Uh, I'd say that, like, quieter is an option. Um, I don't want to complicate it too much. We can do it so that way we can kind of, like, word it two ways. Either you go a little quieter and a little faster or a lot faster, but no quieter. Kind of like, you can kind of like choose which one you want there. I'm fine with go juice. Go, go. Okay. Go, go gadget. Make it extra fast. All right. So this is a desperate tinker. Tinker, desperate. Especially considering if this messes up, like a, you could blow the engine or something like that. Uh. That's That's pretty desperate. Go go gadget, give me the any, fuck any out of here. Any assistance? It's only yeah, one stress to help somebody. Uh, 
I'll give you my last foresight. <laughs> I'm imagining the foresight is like a packet of like Allen wrenches with like, <laughs> in case you need this written on it and in uh, Peacock's penmanship. Uh standard effect or what? Uh standard effect. Standard effect. One extra dice. Let's go. Skibbity. Five, three, one. Okay, you do it, but there is a big time consequence. Not the big time. You suffer harm, a serious complication occurs, you have reduced effect. Um I'd say the desperate role here is you get level three harm inflicted upon you. Uh, so you're kind of like reaching into this actively running engine, like full of moving parts and like wrenching stuff and pouring oil over things. And like, as we see you kind of like make the final turn on one of the brackets, the entire housing like shakes as it roars to life. And like, owls like, Aah! like almost like the whole front of the ship almost goes up and like a portion of your arm gets stuck and you just feel your entire shoulder like wrench off to the side and uh like it just fully dislocates out of the, the socket and so that's Ooh. your your level 3 harm is a dislocated shoulder Ooh. and you kind of like pull it out of the side of the engine and it, your arm is like mangled can i use armor yes you can use armor and you can resist the consequence to bring it down from 3 to 1 i'm okay with the 1 um mm. But you'd need to use armor and resist to get the one. Don't you have Daredevil? I can't use that on resisting. Oh. Yeah, if he got the extra dice to do the roll, that he would have one less dice to resist the consequence. Do my armor. I have to do armor and resist? Mm-hmm. Because the armor is enough to bring it down from a level 3 harm to a level 2 harm. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what am I doing? And for the resistance, I would say it's more about pulling your arm free before it gets wrenched than it is about, like, your deep, intricate knowledge of the machine. Oh, yes, Probably a prowess resistance, which is something you're you're really good at. Allegedly. (laughs) Um, No bonus dice. Eh... Fine, four, two, four. What was that? Uno stress. I, I can do one. And you see this boat tears off like a bat out of hell through the canals. We see it rip through. Whee! The other uh, portions of the lampflax have to like stop and like pull the boats out of the way in order to get them out. And the oh, the trawler moves at great clip. And we kind of, I think that's where we kind of like in that portion of the score is just the boat tearing off portions of it, like lifting up out of the water as the engine runs through. What the is level one harm? Trawler rips it. Um, I'd say level one harm um, is like oil burns, like some some like minor burns mm. on your arm from virtue of uh, dealing with the the engine. That's fair. But you're able to pull the arm free before the whole arm gets ripped off. Before I turn into crazy pickle arm. (laughs) All right. Wonderfully done, everyone. 
Applausos para the uh, team. Y'all did it. He's dead. You have the corpse to show Lissa to show off how cool you guys are. Maybe oh, yeah. get some extra money. You helped out the assassins. Uh, the Repo Reapers owe you one. I'm actually going to fill in two ticks of the Repo Reaper clock for them to become regular customers of yours. Because they appreciate the assist there. They were like, bet. We get to get paid for it, and we didn't even do it. We did most of it. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> we did everything yeah. except for the what we were hired to do. They... they uh, I had thought about that before, and I think we still give them the credit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, we, they did our, we did our job. They but did their job. the Lamplax know who yeah. really gets it. Oh, yeah, we're catching shit for them. Yeah, we're getting lots of shit for this. Oh, yeah. Big we're, time. We're going to get, like, eight heat for this. And, <laughs> they, and we never dumped the drugs either. Did they end up recognizing <laughs> Oh, we can do that on the way back. Can we take a... I mean, it's harder to pull them all out of the cupboards and distribute yeah. the candy. I think it's just a lost opportunity. That's all. Uh, it's not necessarily that they recognized the boat. It was that they recognized the murderer. The ghost. They looked over and saw Snipe's face as he was like, yes, we did it. <laughs> we murdered him. Shep, did you see that? <laughs> I Name nailed it. it. He's screaming out names. Shep, you clipped him right in the wing. And Shep's like, no. <laughs> uh, all right. 